Hi, Shannon Waller here, and welcome to the Inside Strategic Coach Podcast with Dan Sullivan. Dan, I love picking up on things that you say, so I get to ask you about them. And you made a comment when you were visiting one of our other associate coaches workshops, is that coaching is how entrepreneurs need to look at their businesses, especially in this day and age. I thought that to be a very provocative comment. So can you explain what you mean when you say that coaching is really what all entrepreneurs need to be doing at some level? Yeah, and I should tell you that this insight has come largely from my collaboration with Peter Diamandis and the Abundance 360 Project, which is a ongoing educational structure that happens live every January for three days and then on the internet. And it's introducing entrepreneurs in strategic coach program with some insights about the cutting edge of technology as it's taking place all around the world and the impact that the technology is having on every business that our strategic coach entrepreneurs are focused on. And, you know, we're in one of those great shifts in history, and I think it's the fourth, the first going back, our ability to communicate just through language. Secondly, the ability to communicate through writing. Number three, the ability to communicate through printing which was the great world that we were born into, the, the printing world. I was born in the 40s. We were living in the printing world with just the beginning of things like radio and television. We had movies. The next shift is clearly the microchip, which creates this impossible-to-grasp mentally Internet world that we're into right now. All the emphasis that I see people talking about, it's all about technology, technology this, technology that, and, you know, you're going to get disrupted, and things are going to change, and you're going to get totally blindsided unpredictably. And it's a big scare story, but most of the people telling the scare stories are getting paid for telling those stories, and they're selling a new technological device or system or anything. So as I was going along, because my whole background and all the work is actually creating another kind of exponential, not a technological exponential, but a teamwork exponential. And actually, I think that the teamwork among human beings is actually a greater exponential than technology. As a matter of fact, I told Peter Diamandis, I had podcast with him yesterday, and I said, you know, I can make a case that it's not humans who are trying to keep up with technology. I actually think it's technology that's trying to keep up with people. That people every day can create more kinds of unpredictable new types of results than any computer programmer ever could, you know. And they can do it instantaneously with an idea. They can do it instantaneously with a very short communication. They can do it very instantaneously with a new kind of action. And there are 7.6 billion of us. And we're just about doing different things every day, totally unpredictable. So my sense is that the great exponential for humans before we had machines was teamwork. We learned how to communicate with each other. And instead of having to do everything ourselves, we created these finer and finer, more powerful forms of division of labor that were within teamwork. And the kind of teamwork that operates on a daily basis on the planet now is just inconceivable. The big problem is it's not measurable the way that technology is. There's ways of measuring digital activity. There isn't any way of actually measuring teamwork 
you know, because 99% of it is not visible at all. It's 99.999999, you know, so it's just incomprehensible how much communication and teamwork is going on among humans everywhere. So my feeling is that these are disconnected universes. My feeling is that the universe of exponential technology is totally ignorant of the exponential activity of human teamwork. And I would say the reverse is true, that the exponential growth of human teamwork is largely ignorant about the growth of technological exponentials. Okay, so you got these accelerations going in all directions, and what it creates in the middle is an enormous amount of confusion, conflict, complexity, complication. And I would say that almost any business in the world that's not in the teamwork business and not in the technology business makes all their living out of the complexity, confusion, and conflict that's in the middle. We all make our money by taking confusion, conflict, and complexity for an individual customer and turning it into simplicity and clarity. And if we do that, it's coaching. (laughs) So my feeling is that I was on to coaching early in the 1970s, right at the big upswing in the microchip age, because I, I just had an instinct the moment I heard about the microchip. It was the invention that would disrupt and transform every other existing invention, and it would create all sorts of new inventions that we can't even conceive of right now. And all I saw was just massive complexity, confusion, conflict, complication. And I said, gosh, I said, this is ready-made for people who have a coaching attitude, okay? And the reason is that each individual on the planet really, really doesn't pay much attention about the future of anyone else except themselves. Uh And so my feeling is that if you can get any individual clear about their future and you can show a game plan, help them construct a game plan where they eliminate their dangers, this is the DOS approach, they eliminate their dangers, they maximize their opportunities, and they multiply their strengths, they're as happy as can be. And it doesn't matter what happens in this exponential called other people's teamwork or what happens in the entire technological universe, they're happy. And if they renew this every quarter, you know, for the rest of their lives, they're going to be happy all the time, regardless of what's going on in the world. And therefore, you can do this for one person, you can do it for 10 people, you can do it for 100 people, a 1,000, a million, and everything like that. And Every business is either going to be good or bad, depending on whether its impact on its customers makes complex things simple, makes confusing things clear, and makes conflicting situations. They feel confident about it. So coaching is about where these three things are missing, simplicity, clarity, and confidence. That's coaching. Mm. I don't care what business you're in. I don't care if you're a green grocer or you're an architect or you're a bookie. I don't <laughs> care. You know, yeah, yeah. I don't really care. You're a hedge fund manager. If you're not coaching, you're adding to the problem. You're not solving the problem. So my feeling is that the great new addition to society that happened as a result of the industrial economy, middle of the 
1800s, going right up until 1970s, 1980s, was the industrial economy and management, management, layers and layers and layers of management. I think GM at one time had 19 layers between the CEO and the factory worker before the person in the plant. And what technology, the microchip has done is it's taken away all those layers of management, but it didn't replace it with anything useful. And the useful thing is coaching. And I just noticed, I mean, we just strategic coach, we just went through a three-year process of switching our entire database and everything related to our marketing to Salesforce, a massive exponential technological system. But without coaching, we would be bankrupt without coaching between how the exponentials of the technology could be translated to the exponentials of our teamwork if we didn't have a coaching model in between, it would have driven us off a cliff. This is really a profound shift, and I'm sure we could talk about management versus coaching for a long time. (laughs) But I, I want to talk about the coaching attitude, because there's a very different mindset than being just technically an expert or just very, very Mm. good at something. So I'm curious as to what you mean exactly by the coaching attitude. I have an inkling. But it's not just about what you are innately good at. There's much more to it when you go to coach someone. So can you talk about what a coaching attitude is? Yeah, well, you become a uniquely expert and supportive and useful and unusually insightful and supportive and encouraging expert on other people's future. Hmm. That's really interesting. And do people already start with some of those capabilities now? Like, as you're listening to this, if you're thinking, okay, well, I've always thought of myself as an expert. How do I become an expert in other people's futures? How can they make that jump? Well, they have to take it away from their product. In other words, most people are as useful to other individuals, and they do coaching to the degree that the other individual will buy your product, buy your service, or buy your experience, okay? But beyond that, you don't want to know anything about their future or anything. And the coaching says, regardless of what I'm selling or regardless of whether they're going to buy what I'm selling, I'm going to help this individual have a bigger future. That's the shift, okay? So the person who is actually doing coaching activities but doesn't see themselves as a coach and really aren't seen as a coach only relate how much help they'll give another individual to the degree that the other individual will use their product or service in the future. And I, as a coach, all I want to do is sell people on their future. Uh Okay, so that's the first thing. The attitude starts is regardless of whether somebody buys anything from me, I really, really don't care, but I would like to have an impact that they have a bigger future for themselves. Okay, and If I get smart about my business and if I get smart about who I help in this respect, I know I'm going to make a lot of money as I go along. And I'll probably keep them for long periods of time. I mean, I have 40 strategic coach clients who've been quarterly to the coach for 25 years or more. The longest is 31 years. And every quarter, these individuals come back and we put another burst into their understanding of their future. And they do all sorts of interesting things that I would never have thought of, and they're happy as can be. And they just see this as a lifetime journey 
and that's coaching. Then I can introduce them to all sorts of other specialists that I know who can actually help them with specific aspects of their bigger and better future. But you're selling bigger and better futures, and it's totally about the person you're talking to. My mind's bursting with different directions here. So one of them is that there's so much exponential technology around us, that there is so much room for complexity, confusion, conflict, that we're probably going to need lots of different types of coaches. Oh, yeah. You know, Dan, you're a very particular type of coach. You're one of my coaches. I also have other coaches. A lot of people have fitness coaches. They've got health coaches. They've got relationship coaches. So what I love about this is that it's a very multiplier universe. It's not just limited to one coach. Depending on what parts of your life you want to grow, there's lots of room for different people to show up in their areas of expertise as long as they can help you make your life better in that particular area. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the other aspect about this is to be a good coach to others, you have to be coachable by other people. So coaches who are not coachable are worthless because they're not grasping the essential activity that's actually taking place. And the other thing is that people want to check you out for integrity. So you're preaching something, but you're not practicing the thing that you want them to pay for. Okay, and people pick up on this, and you get rejected really fast, and the word goes out that you're a phony, you know, to this. But the other thing is, think of it this way, 7.6 billion people, and each of them has a unique notion of what bigger and better for them is in their future. So the degree that you have expanding aspirational human futures, that tells you how many coaches can be possible in the world. Right. Seems kind of infinite. <laughs> well, it is, and it's exponential. It's exponential. So once you grasp the mindset that you're going to help a person create a bigger and better future so that they feel confident about it, and you don't hold as a condition for doing that that they have to buy your product or service. I mean, we've had 19,000 entrepreneurs in the program who've actually paid us, but at the same time, I bet our influence is easily 10 or 20 times that of people that we've just given them our principles in book form, audio form, like we're doing right now. And we're saying, we just like you to have a bigger and better future. I just think that your life will be better, people around you will be better if you have a bigger and better future that you feel clear, simple, and confident about. And my job is just to constantly create a greater growth of this clarity, confidence, and simplicity in the world so that lots of good things happen. And people aren't overwhelmed by technology. They're finding technologies and exponentials that are good for their expanding teamwork. But the other thing that you want to be clear about as a coach, you understand that the problem is being caused by the confusion, the conflict, and the complexity caused by exponential technology, and you're preparing people to actually create exponential teamwork using the best of the technology that's coming across. And it's your talking to them and creating thinking structures and thinking process, which allows the best of one exponential to impact positively on the other exponential. So my feeling of the future of the world, it just has three layers. It's got exponential technology, doing things for its own reasons. It's got exponential teamwork involving 7.6 billion human beings at the bottom. And then the medium is a growing coaching capability. And technology does not coach people on its use. 
Yeah. No, it really doesn't. And what strikes me too, and it's been our experience with a lot of our clients, is it's a pursue, you know, selling their product, service, or experience. They're actually giving the coaching away for free. Mm-hmm. So, so many people are already doing this, mm-hmm. but they don't actually recognize or see the value of it. And yet, it's actually through the coaching that the person sees, oh, this is what will make my future better, or this is what will help eliminate one of the mm-hmm. areas of complexity yeah. in my life. So, you know, I think lots of people are natural coaches. Yeah. They just don't appreciate that that's what they've been doing. Yeah. The fact of it is that a lot of people are great coaches without seeing themselves as a really first-class political leaders are actually great coaches. They're providing context so that people can actually understand what's going on so that they don't have to spend a lot of time thinking about what everybody else is doing that they feel confident just to pursue their own life. We're all very highly specific and We're very, very particular just about what's important to us in our lives. And, you know, there's maybe 20 people who are just crucially important to us, and the rest of it is just people, you know. And as long as our 20 people are moving forward, we're happy as can be, regardless of what is happening with all the other people. We can't think beyond that. I mean, we have an idea that we can think further than that, but it's just an idea. We actually don't have any ability to do that. It's okay. You know, it's okay. Nobody has to be in charge of this. We're all in charge of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dan, our last point here, in terms of how people can take action on this, one of the things you say about coaching, we say about coaches is a really great coach asks really good questions. Yeah. So what are some things that people can do to actually kind of explore this idea of perhaps being a coach if they have not thought of that Yeah, before? I think the Dan Sullivan question is the primer for coaching in any activity, and that is you say to someone, look, if we were having this discussion three years from now, and you name the date, three years from this calendar date, and you were looking back in that conversation, back to where we are right now, what has to happen over that three-year period, both personally and professionally, for you to feel happy with your progress? And one of two things, they'll answer the question or they won't. If they don't answer the question, they really don't want you in their future. If they answer the question, they're saying, you know, if you can be really useful to me in my future, I'd like to have you alone. And then they tell you, and that's reality. That's reality, their answer. And then you can frame it in terms of what are the dangers that you have that, you know, have to be eliminated for you to be happy. Opportunities have to be captured and maximized for you to be happy, and strengths are constantly multiplied for you to be happy. And that's reality, and that's a total reality in terms of the world. And then you've already given them an enormous value because you've allowed them to articulate the best, bigger, and better future will be for them three years out. And then you can say, well, there are certain areas that I can help you with. And maybe they'll say, well, could we do this every three months? And that's the model that we created because things change. You make progress. You get frustrated. You get blindsided by certain things. You build it back into the best in future plans. So it's a very simple model right at the center, and you could do it regardless of who you are. I don't care what profession. You know, my dentist, who was in the program for about 10 years from now, I went in and got all my teeth redone and got caps and everything else. I came in, you know, and she said, Dan, I'm going to ask you a question. If we were having this discussion, not three years from now, but a year from now, what has to happen to your dental health and for your 
feeling of confidence about your appearance and your ease with which you can smile and show your teeth, what has to change for you to feel happy and confident about your teeth? And I sat there and I talked for him, and she says, well, that's what we're going to work on. We're going to work on that vision. I came back next time, and she showed me what my vision looked like. She actually had created a model. And she says, now, it's going to take about six or seven steps to get there, and I'm going to guide you and tell you why each step relates to what you said a year from now. That's not a dentist. That's a coach who has a specialty in dental surgery, dental cosmetics, you know. I love the context you just put around that because we can all be a coach with a specialty in. Yeah. We've talked about our double shift, which is you're an entrepreneur with a specialty in rather than a professional mm-hmm. name. But I think if everyone did that, first of all, it'd be a lot better experience <laughs> that people will be creating and more and more of your wisdom. And it's such an incredible recipe for value creation. Yeah, well, I tell every entrepreneur now, especially the game changers, I said, you know, the more that your business is based on the structure and process of my business, you're going to multiply by 10 times or 100 times. You've already got all the specialty skills you need, but it's not a coaching structure. So it's still about you and selling your thing into the marketplace. And I said, why don't you make it about them and what kind of future they want and then see where the specialty you have is incredibly more useful in their bigger future than trying to sell it to them as something that they don't know why they would want to do that. I love it. Dan, I feel like you've given the answer for the future (laughs) for so many people. Well, thank you very much for sharing your thinking on this. It's fascinating. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. You know, it's a thought that I've been developing, but the more people I share it with, I just think that everything in the universe is moving towards this coaching model because of the other two exponentials, the technological exponential and the teamwork exponential. Mm -hmm.